everyone, and welcome to another episode of the We Know Nothing podcast, the Talon Brothers uh, Game of Thrones experience. With me today is the usual cast and crew, right in front of me. My name's Nick Talon. It can only go up from here, boys. I don't know about that one, and across from me here. Let's talk about our disappointment. It's your uh, co-host with the most, Tyler Bourne. All right. Boom. <laughs> so uh, we're talking season eight, episode four of Game of Thrones, The Last of the Starks. Um, spoilers for Game of Thrones seasons one through eight, episode three, and now this episode and two. And some of the books. And some of the books, I'm sure. Um, and we're just going to start off with a quick, our, each of our quick reviews, and then we'll walk through kind of set p- section of s- or a section of the uh, episode and kind of give our thoughts on that and predictions and whatever we want to kind of talk about at this point i've i w- would like to apologize and this doesn't mean like a slant at the series or anything like that but when we first started this especially back in season seven um i was really excited to talk about game of thrones after each episode and i'm not saying this as a joke either like i was really excited to talk about each episode i was really excited for predictions i was really excited for everything like that and for some reason, I just find myself in this little rut now where, of course, I want to talk about Game of Thrones, but it's not out of excitement. It's out of, like, wondering what other people's opinions are on what's happening to this show. Um, I think I still think there was some glimmers of goodness in this episode, but overall, there's just, they, they're truly lost. <laughs> <laughs> then you truly lost, you truly are lost. What, what Nate's trying to say is this episode might be pretty negative. But it doesn't mean. But that stick w- with it, us. Stick with us. It doesn't mean we hate the show. I mean, that's what makes it hard. Is that I go into each episode wanting to love it. I want to come out the other absolutely. end, and I want to be like, I friggin' love this show so much. But instead, at like honestly, and this is just this just shows like how much of a friggin' waste of space I am when it comes to the human. After each episode, it really brings me down. <laughs> like I no, yeah. I'm not even joking. Yeah. Like I notice like. It used to be like, oh, my God, I can't wait to get on Reddit to see all everyone, what everyone's saying. I'm texting people like, oh, what do you want? I don't text anyone. I just – I get sad. I went to the house that I'm watching. The dog was getting on my nerves. Everything – like, literally everything was just getting on my nerves. I was, like, in pissed-off Nate mode, which, like, rarely happens. And, like, I was just sad. And all because of a stupid TV show. My brain needs to get better. But, I mean, I like, I mean it. Like, after each episode, I'm just sad. I'm, like, defeated. To well, a point it's, where it's, it's like one... I want I it's right there, there it is. Well, hey, just do uh, because it, in it your hurts head, me seeing you so sad. Because man, really Nate, does. in in your head, in our heads, going into this season, even even after they went off the books on the TV show, we knew how important the show was to ourselves. We knew how important the show was to society, and we also knew that the show had potential to become the best ever made, best one of the best pieces of entertainment ever made. I still think and, a lot of the seasons yes. are. Oh, yeah. But I, I, to me, it feels like this season is a completely different show. It feels like the show is face-planting. And I also feel like uh, it's just really sloppy. It is. And it, Game of Thrones was you know, That's... founded on being so tight that – Shit from season one came back to bite you in the ass in season six. Well, that's the thing like that. is like I even like as someone that didn't read the books, I still dove into like what everyone was saying. Like I'm watching, like I said, in the trailer thing, I did more research in the stupid fictional world than I did on most things. And um, so but even watching the show, since I didn't read the books, when it started going off from the books, I still love the show. Season six is one of my yep. favorite seasons. Season six, yep. um, Season seven, episode four is fantastic. I think that's great. But. Even in season seven, I felt myself like, mm, something's not, not quite right. Me, but I was still like, okay, I can't wait to see the next one. And then episode four came. I was like, this is why I love Game of Thrones. It's a battle with people on both sides that I don't want to die. The music was gorgeous. The visuals were gorgeous. And then season uh, seven, episode six happens. I'm like, what was, wait, what was that's, episode that's four? That's a little weird. What was episode four? The loot train with the, oh, with the yeah, dragon yeah, yeah. first. That's and, probably one of the the. One of the best episodes of the show, yeah. for sure. In, yeah. my, in my opinion, I obviously am a little, I don't want to say less serious, but in, for me, the show has, I there's never been a bad episode for me until the beginning of the season. I mean, there's a couple that are like, the worst one is probably the one with the sand snakes in the prison cell, or in the jail cells with Bronn and everything like that. But other than that, like after every episode, I'm like, I can't wait to start I, the next one. Up until the season finale of Seven, 
And then the first episode of of this one, I'm like, all right, well, we know shit's it's about to oh, hit the fan. Oh, it's a setup episode. Okay. Epis- episode two, I was like, okay, that's pretty. That's a pretty good episode for in Game of Thrones standards, with one of my favorite scenes of Brienne being knighted. And then I felt really empty inside after possibly one of the yeah. best set pieces of the show with. Uh, the Night King sequence and everything like that. Some of the best music of Ramin Dejwandi, beautiful visuals. And then this one, I don't want to say it was laughable, but I went directly onto Reddit after I talked to my parents. I talked to you guys after the episode. And I just wanted people to, I really wanted to know if people be, like We're agreed, on your with side. Me, agreed with me. And it seemed like there was more and more people that are just like, Switching what's happening? Over. They're like, what's yeah. happening? Well, like even even the end of season seven episode five when you get that shot of all of them going north of the wall even I was like yes. okay the plan's pretty stupid but I am insanely excited for this this is like the dream it's, team it's the Avengers of Game of Thrones going north and I remember the trailer that played for episode six I was like this is why Game of Thrones is the best show ever and then that's when my disappointment started because that should have been my favorite episode ever it should have been one of the greatest episodes ever and they just kind of squandered even it there. then I, I, even then that's still but, a great episode now, compared to what we've seen I'm, I'm yeah, starting they, to they notice the old White Walker uh, scouting party yeah I'm starting to <laughs> I'm starting to realize that maybe and because like even with Breaking Bad, people, of course, bring up Breaking Bad. It's like one of the greatest shows ever. But even Breaking Bad, I know they wrapped up their final season in extraordinary. Like people say those are some of the best episodes of the show, right? But even Breaking Bad had some weak parts in like the middle seasons and stuff like that. With Game of Thrones, it just the felt. The middle the strongest part. Well, it just <laughs> felt, it felt, too, it felt too good to be true. And this is what I feel is going to happen with the books too. I hope I'm wrong. But like when I say that, he's looking at a web of these characters, and he's like, I don't know what to do. Because what happens is when you get these great things, you get these great, everything's piecing together. Literally every single bit is piecing together. And then at, at this point now, they're just like, there's no way we can wrap this up, and so now we're just going to have to end it. That's what I feel like David and Dan are like. They just are done with it. They don't want anything else and to And I'm do with done it. with them. I don't think... I want to support if they if they completely face plant and you know kind of ruin the show end it terribly if they end this show terribly I will not support anything else they do I when they were running the show for the first five seasons six seasons I was like these guys because they were amazing. passionate about it you know and Benioff now you can tell that they're done credit for other than Game of Thrones X Men Origins Wolverine but he wrote the first draft and it got rewritten like seven times but I can't even watch them after the episodes anymore the stuff they say makes me you can hate tell, the episode even more you can tell I was watching the stuff today you can tell the difference between like a Brian Cogman when he was talking about it on season uh, I mean episode two like how he was talking about the characters you can tell he wanted to write more he wanted to and that's why he was so emotional while David and Dan are just like we want to be done you should have gave it to some people that wanted to finish the show and they would have done it their way that have been writing the show for as long as they have but instead they wanted to Kind of just say, this is our show. We're going to wrap it up our way. We just want to be done. HBO's like, we'll give you as many seasons as you need to wrap up. We'll give you 10 episode seasons for the rest of time until yeah. you can wrap this story up. And they said, it's like Patrick in the SpongeBob movie. He's like, we can do it in two. <laughs> and you're like, what? No. And he's like, and make them shorter. It's like, no. What are you doing? Um, it's, they just didn't. Tyler's right. They just didn't know what to do because there's no reason. We should have had a full season build up to the Night King battle if they were going to kill him first, and we should have had a full season build up to the finale of the show. And instead, we got him all within we six we, episodes, and that those all oh. it should have been. It should have been. Look at for one season with the build up to the Night King, you get like the North, you get the inner politics there, you get to build that Sansa Daenerys distrust, you get to build kind of Daenerys feeling out of her place, you get to build that as well as people are like, well, everyone's in the North. No, you get to have Cersei and King's Landing scheming to come up with her plan. You get to see Euron, flesh Euron out as a character over getting the Golden Company. You get to make hit the general of the Golden Company his own character. You get to build that up. And Euron's then, motivations are is he wants having to bang sex Cersei. with the Queen. Let me, That's did it right now. Did everybody hear that? Yeah. That's the villain, one of the villains of the show right now. No, no, no. He, awesome. Incorrect. So he's, he's a mini-boss for Cersei, the villain, and guess who they took away so that we could have the scenario? They took away the overpowering evil that we've been following since the first shot of the show. Okay, Sandy. <laughs> they did take her away though. My son. People kept commenting on Reddit. They said, "My Sunday, my Sunday." And I was like, "What are they talking about?" That I it's how great word pronounces it. <laughs> It's good. Okay, let's get into the episode. <laughs> and it's like it, someone showed like an ice cream just planted on the ground. <laughs> and it's like, um, yeah. So it starts off with the funeral scene, which I felt was fine, and except for the fact that like, 
I mean, you, we lost it looks like a hundred people. Yeah. It looks like a hundred people that they're lighting on fire, and there is hundreds of thousands that died, and they cleaned it up fast, and they rebuilt Winterfell. <laughs> and I'm nitpicking because the show, this episode was really sloppy. Um, well, highlight for me though, John's speech I thought was great. People are like mocking him, but why was I he guess? facing? He should have been facing. No, the that's people. how you give speeches. And then, <laughs> and then uh, also uh, Sansa giving the Stark pin to Theon. I was like. There we go. One one character got out with his arc completed. Well, Jorah kind of did too. Two characters. Okay, at least we got two, right? Because well, everyone else is getting squandered. Literally, yeah. everyone else's arc is getting squandered. So my squandered. thing with that scene squandered. is my thought process was as I was watching it, because after uh, episode three ended, very upset. The Night King's over. Are the White Walkers gone? Is that really it? Is that it with Bran? Who knows? Let's wait till next episode. And for the next week. All I'm doing is reading yep, people's yep. stupid ass theories, giving me the slightest bits of hope that it's, it's not, not over. Ass. Brand's gonna have something to do with it. All this stuff, we'll see. There was so much stuff last episode that doesn't make sense. Maybe it'll get talked about, explained a little bit, something. Who knows? And then, as I'm watching the opening opening scene for episode four, and the loud, sad music is blaring. I realize in that moment that, nope, all of it's done. It's all over. There goes all the theories for the week. It was all just hey, a wash. And I have to say that the theories so aren't stupid. It the really, show is. It really made me upset. And then what made me even more upset is because they have absolutely no idea what was going on with the Northern plot. They write away all of it. Sam, Gilly, Ghost, Tormund, the Wildlings, gone. Make them go up north. I never want to see them, talk to them, look at them, breathe them, smell them again, ever, because I have no idea what any of it means. I truly do not believe we're going to see Sam or Gilly again. I think that was the goodbye. I really do. I don't know. I what... hope. If they did that character dirty like that, we I need really to have, I truly need to have the epilogue. John's going to ride north of the wall in the end. Now, Tormund set it up you... like, with two lines. Like He literally mentioned it twice. He said, uh, what did he say? You're always welcome wherever he was going. And then John says, see you later. And he says, maybe. What if, what if, the, final, what if the final shot of the show is we get – Something with John North, he like has his own place or whatever, right? And we get it's just ravens. We have Bran flying, right? And he's flying. We see it kind of goes over Westeros, maybe. We see what Westeros, how it is. It goes past. We see John and everything, and it goes north to um, the land, the of, land of Always, always winter, winter. And we see there like a White Walker is still there or something like that. That would ah. just piss me off because then all that would do is make me think, oh, I still have absolutely no idea. Well, about I anything. think I think what the show is trying to show at this point. And I feel like if if they were just doing it better, I'd be like, thank you, because at least at least well at least it would be it would be it'd be it feel like it would Game of Thrones where it's like the humans humans and it would play in with uh, George's philosophy as well, where it's like humans are the worst. No matter what, there's always going to be conflict with ourselves with other people. Everyone's going to want power. No matter what, someone if you don't want power, the next person does. So he's going to do something to trip over everyone and trip people in their path to get power yeah. i think i don't know i feel like i feel like that's what they're trying to say like how cersei's like look at this person that's lust for power look at danny who really wants power and these two people are going to kill so many innocents and it's kill more innocents than even the dead could because humans are the worst i don't i don't necessarily disagree with that however they're not doing it right yeah the way the books are going though George does a fantastic job of avoiding cliche and going against it and doing things you wouldn't expect. But it is still high fantasy. And I do think at a certain point it is going to be the battle for the dawn, which is going to be, you know, the ultimate evil against the good guys who we like and are rooting for. Whether, you know, we're going to have a lot of morally gray characters, maybe even some evil ones that are still going to be fighting in the battle for the dawn. I want all and of them to die in the books. That'd be totally. I really do believe, my personal belief is that most of the characters are going to be dead after whoever is sitting on the throne and then it's going to be down to just a couple humans left that win the day we'll see but um they're just doing it wrong i don't <laughs> my, even know what my favorite thing point. is that they released all those things you know all those posters of the people on the throne you know and then they were the last one you're scrolling through it on twitter the last one is the night king sitting on the throne you like you get chills you're like oh literally it doesn't <laughs> I did they, see a great picture today. It, it was like the end any of other character deserved. has a more more so, chance. I like, mean, at if, the end of, like if it Sam sitting on the throne, yeah, 
Yeah, why not? If it doesn't come back around, which it's not going to, Tyler's right with the the funeral you don't, scene. You don't think Bran's going to say there's always going to be a threat or something like that? But, so Bran's the worst character, right? Can we confirm that? Like, if nothing else happens, he is easily the Something's worst. Something's got to happen, right? There's got to be some. He's awesome going to get a thing. Stop, stop. I don't want you guys to get your hopes up. It's not going to happen. That's think about what I'm asking you. Wait, we Tyler, just saw. We just saw Bran in the last episode warg into some birds and fly around for about 45 minutes while a bunch of people died. And then he came back and said, see you later, Theon. I'm going to survive. Theon like, dies. I don't think and he then sees he, and the then future, he though, right? I don't think he does either. But it, I, he says I he, does. he does. No, he doesn't. He says, I live in the past. He cannot see the future. That doesn't make sense. He cannot. He He's a green seer. He has dreams occasionally of stuff that might happen vaguely, yeah. and he can put it together, but he cannot see the future. It's the same as Melisandre and all these other characters that can see things sometimes, yeah. but it's never clear, and they don't exactly know. They can only interpret it. But he can see the past through the weirwoods. Yeah. Which is completely a completely different thing. So he flies away, and then he comes back, doesn't say anything to anybody about anything. Arya saves him, doesn't say anything to her about anything. They go sit in the godswood, doesn't say anything to anybody, anybody about anything that happened, what he knows, or anything. And then his only line is, it's Wheelchairs your choice. are pretty cool. It just makes me sick to my goddamn stomach, dude. No, dude, you forgot he, he talked about wheelchair lore. Oh, who oh. cares, man? Good, good lines. So we have the funeral scene. The the thing that bothers me the most is that the actor who plays Bran was on Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, whatever, and they were talking to him about the show, and they said, kind of jokingly, "Are you less of a robot this season?" He goes, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, of course." You know. Well, you to never be know. fair, it's not his fault. No, no, no it's I not. Think he's his, a good I think actor he plays too. a good like he he. Whatever is he, written he, down. His performance is yeah, a like bad. compared to the, what he is in real yeah, life. His all he has to say is nothing. Yeah, could you imagine? He's like. Dude, I got all these powers. Let's read the script. Oh, I literally have 10 lines. Can you imagine reading the books and being like, God, look at all the lines that I could have. And then <laughs> that's it. Oh, it's so annoying, man. It's bad. It Would, would a- it be, would it turn into like unrewatchable if like Bran's on the throne at the end? Oh my God. What yeah. if he, yeah. What if this, he's been scheming the whole time and he's going to be on the throne? They'd have to, they'd have to explain it for a solid 15 minutes for me to buy in or else I'll, I will watch the show up until... Uh, the end of season seven, and I'm just gonna leave it on a cliffhanger. John and Dan, or John doesn't know his parentage, and he's banging Danny. That's where I leave it. Well, the guy who trains him, uh, Blood Raven, also aka Brendan Rivers, was Hand of the King to like two different kings, and he was like the best Hand of the King. Basically, ran the whole thing. So, was, Hand was, of the King, you think Brand's gonna be? Yeah, Brand. I'm thinking Brand could end up being like the Hand of the King who can see everything. To I Sansa? say, the realm. I say, to Ma- Sansa. That I say, is, ma- that is my prediction. I say, Master of Coin. <laughs> Because no. what's uh, what's Bran's other ending? He sits in Winterfell. Yeah, he sits That's at it. the. He sits. Yeah. Imagine so, if he got like pierced to the weirwood, and then like he ended up having to be like the three-eyed raven, and he like just, just let na- it. You're right. They just grow. nail him to the tree through the legs. He can't feel it. Then he can just sit there all day. Well, and like be- imagine if the white, like the Night King, did it through the spear. He like got pinned to the freaking weirwood, and then That's he had, what I'm it saying. grew. It grew around him, and it's like he's at still least alive, get the Night King like, one kill. No. Besides Dude, the dragon, he didn't even. Yeah. The Night King's never he killed in a Theon. single battle in the show. He never does. Oh, anything. you're right. He killed Theon. I don't care. Oh, he, okay. He killed Theon. So after the funeral, we get. Yeah, um, Theon killed Theon. Let's face it. He charged at an army. Bran killed Theon. After yeah. after that, yeah. we get this party scene. And we get. A uh, Starbucks cup. Yeah, we get Starbucks <laughs> cup. We have Daenerys making Gendry the Lord of Storm's End, which I feel like. Cool scene. Cool yeah, moment. Yeah. Perfect. My only problem is at the end, she literally says and turns the Tyrion, says out loud. See, I'm clever too. It's like, yeah, we get what you're doing here. You're making a grand gesture to s- people that are in the north, so that it makes it seem like a better person. You don't need to literally tell but us. The, that's the writers telling us how we should feel about a scene, and I hate that. Even though didn't Gendry has nothing to do with the north, though. Didn't I know, he, but he, he like made. He was like the head blacksmith. He fought in the battle. True. He like he deserved it. That's a good point. Like, oh, he did yeah. she name him? Like, didn't she say his name is Gendry Rivers? No, she says Gendry he's, Baratheon. He yeah, says, he, says he says Gendry Rivers, which is his name is Gendry Waters, right? Yeah, because he was born in King's Landing. Does he say Rivers? Because mm-hmm. Rivers is, is the river Riverlands. Oh, so they don't even know that their own lore. Oh, even, oh, it comes out multiple times this episode. I'll make sure to. I'll make you, sure to tell did you it. Catch some others. Oh or? yeah, I didn't. Uh, catch Jamie it. says that he strangled his cousin. He literally smashed his cousin's head in with a rock. Oh yeah, and he strangled the Car Stark. I was trying to think. I w- I was thinking like who which. Who Daenerys. did he strangle? And I'm thinking, was it one of them that Cersei slept with? No, it wasn't Lancel. And I'm thinking, I'm like, 
He never strangled anybody. And that's yeah, right. It's he's, when he's in the he's, cell, yeah. right? Yeah. And then uh, Daenerys says that she never begged for anything. Literally in season two, she begs for her dragons back. She's like, I beg you. I beg you. Rivers. King's Landing's moved. King's Landing's moved. And you know what? I saw on Reddit, people people are saying, is the show has gone on and it, especially when they just cleared out a bunch of the empty. trees. May, no, oh, listen. No, maybe I, they had I'm to with clean that. out a bunch of the, the trees to build her fleet no, that she wanted. No, yeah. That, I'm talking about on the freaking map. We already, yeah, we talked about, like, I'm fine with how it looks. Yeah. And we never really truly saw the entrance to King's Landing, you know? No, you, so don't, like, re- you don't get that so big establishing listen, shot. Listen, though. People were saying on Reddit Come that on. as the show goes on, and especially once it went off the books, the world just feels smaller. Like, think about it. At Correct. The, at the, that, they go, they literally travel thousands of miles in a single, at a cut. One, They go from Winterfell to King's Landing in one cut. But not even that. But not even that. Boom, King's Landing. They're there. King's Landing is such a huge city. And think about it. At the end of last episode, all we got was maybe, what, a hundred foot wall, maybe even less than that. Uh, about a group of 15 standing on the wall, and then they're looking down at a group of 40. And f- we'll get to how stupid that is, but le- that's what I have to say. Like, it just it seems like less important, the whole show. All right, hold on. So we're back at the party, right? <laughs> yeah, so the party happens. You know, there's some cool moments here, too. You and know? It's, it's that thing. Tormund, the guy who plays Tormund, is great. He's yeah. really funny. He's got great comedic time. I loved, I loved John, his John with his pals. My problem was that... I, I feel like you could feel the presence in the editing room where they're like, cut back to Danny now. Cut back to Sansa. Cut back to Danny. Cut back to Sansa. Cut back to Danny. It's like, we get what's happening here. We get that Danny's like, oh my God. Like, you don't need to keep cutting to her face for like, and she has the same emotion every single time you cut. That's why I'm, I was just like getting annoyed by it. Where I was like, yeah, we get what's happening, guys. Let's just let the tell the story tell. I, I love the whole face on any of them. I love the whole thing where they were saying like, "What kind of man gets on a dragon and rides it around?" And then it goes over that and pulls scene, focus on Danny. That scene I felt like was one of the great directed scenes of this episode. Yeah. When like it almost like you're you're put directly in Danny's shoes, and it shows how infuriating that would yeah. be to be Danny. You're sitting there, and all all this stuff you did, and I love John just as much as the next guy. But you see, like the love that everyone has for John, and people hate her. Because guess what? He doesn't demand anything, and he doesn't John. want anything. John, yeah. But that, but it also plays in. There's plenty of awesome Danny moments as well. It's just, it seems like they don't know what, like they just made her very one note for like this season, where it's like all she cares about, every single thing she cares about is the Iron Throne. Now she doesn't care about her people. That's evident by what Sansa was saying, and which Sansa was right there. Yep, Sansa had a good little line there. Let Rig all heal. Daenerys Let your was soldiers great. Sleep. Daenerys was great the first what six seasons. She, her character was amazing, and then last season, once she, she got to Westeros, they didn't know what to do with her. They're like, well, we can't just have her go to King's Landing right away because that would make because she'd win. Because the, the reason win. season six is still very good. It's because you feel is, like that's what it is because are the next up. book is going to be uh, relatively similar, at least way more similar than book seven is going to be towards season seven and eight. So it's like, you know, that was still the most planning that came from George, I believe, or the most points, at least, that he were he was able to give them, you know, Battle of the Bastards. I think a lot of the stuff that happens in the Winds of Winter with Cersei blowing up the Sept, a lot of that could happen or some stuff, stuff similar to it. Hodor. That is something they give to him, although I think that might happen later in the story, mm-hmm. but who knows. Um, so I just feel like the reason that season is still so good is because George is still involved or a lot of his ideas were still in it. And then once it truly got to where they're just connecting a couple of dots that they have, it is just really well, – I, I mean, have not liked it very much. Season six was competent. Season seven well, I, was some a of my little favorite less episodes competent. Are in season six. Yeah, like, exactly. the my one favorite episode home- – my favorite episode in TV history is in season six. It's the Winds of Winter. I think you could have not direct a better episode of television. I like I like um, the one where John comes back home. Episode two. I love the hold the door. The door. I love the broken man when the hound comes back. I love Battle of the Bastards and I love Winds of Winter. Winds of Winter. That's half the season. My, my biggest complaint is literally episode eight of season six when it's Arya and that whole thing sucks. When yeah. she gets stabbed fifty times, then is running through the streets. That's when I was starting to be like, "That's yeah, not that." I was like, "That's not how Game of Thrones works. That's literally not how it works." It's like Talisa getting stabbed and then just walking away. She got stabbed in the same spot. Talisa freaking fell down instantly. But 
I mean, this show just seems less competent, and that last episode was unacceptable. So uh, we I, get Tyrion playing the game at the table. That's fun. Tyrion, that you know fun. what? Tyrion, whatever. That was you know, fun. Jamie, Jamie, seeing J- Jamie and Tyrion together, their chemistry on screen is great too. Uh, Jamie and Brienne's chemistry is great on screen as well. Um, Pod is just great. <laughs> I feel like they just dropped down. Bri- all, but then yeah. that that went on for a little bit too long. We just needed to see them having fun, and I feel like it was. I feel like. It's, it almost feels like they don't understand how a relationship works because in order they were like, okay, so we need to like really tie Jamie down to like the North and to like leaving Cersei and then have him cut it away. And that's the shocker, right? Uh, that's what they wanted to get to. But to, de- to devalue Brienne to just a question about being a virgin, virgin yeah. that was Bri- stupid. Brienne like means that, so that, much more than that. I know, and that and that was their way of saying, that's how Jamie's going to get into the room. It's like, that's not what you needed. Literally, at this point, after the knighting, after, I would I would believe it if they went at it after the knighting. That's pretty, yeah. See, but, I st- even after the knighting, to me, that's not what their relationship was. No, I know. I still think it would have made more sense if Tormund and Brienne hooked up and Jamie didn't have a See, I don't think. I think. Uh, I, Tormund I think is so... realistically neither of them should have, and I don't think either of them will in the story of A Song of Ice and Fire. But, like, that to me was just a fan service moment. And it was fine, but it's just like, whatever. And then after that, what do we get? We get the... Uh, the war room. Jamie. Oh, the where they talk about their scene. armies. Yeah. So how come they take away every chip on the board except like three, and then they go, uh, "Our army still rivals Cersei's, though." They say it's like the same size. Well, to be fair, they had a mat. Like you had, we didn't see. It didn't seem like it. Twenty-five thousand unsullied. You had. Where the hell did they? Twenty-five thousand Northmen. You had hundred thousand really Dothraki. I really to see one giant CGI shot of their massive army because the way it's show, it's portrayed, it looks like they have a couple hundred people, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. And then they're inside the castle, and I literally only saw the heroes that we know. Yeah. And zombies. So then they tell me they have this massive army, and I'm like, "What are you talking about? I literally have never seen a massive army." But once to be fair, to be fair, Cersei has the twenty thousand Golden Company and the Lannister army. That's it. Like, yeah. They have. But like yeah they and then the Dothraki say that they lost half too. It's like no you didn't. No you didn't. You all of them. I watched your whole. Person. All of them die. That's what you get when you literally. Yeah go maybe against, I hey, could believe hey, like fifteen. That's what you get. <laughs> yeah, fifteen were like, like whoa. <laughs> that's what they you get. They were in the get. back. And they were like turn around. <laughs> that's what you get when you invest all that time in a dragon glass and then your front line is composed of steel weapons. Yeah. You're it's 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 it's, it's incompetence. The whoever uh, the Dan and Dan are incompetent. Uh, real quick, I'd love to point out uh, Sansa was 100 percent right uh, in this scene. Good for Sansa. You know what? what I'm on Team say? Sansa. Kill they everyone. She was like, let's let's what let's rest for two weeks, and like <laughs> let's just hold out. Let your dragon heal. Let your people eat up and get rested. And then Danny's like. I want to match now. And then Sansa's like, you know, like if I was Sansa, I'd be like, whatever. You know, does anyone, like she's the only one using her brain. I wish that was and the that's why she rolls pe- her eyes. Just goes like that's, why, that's why people are like, I see people like turning on Sansa too. It's like, yeah, you know why? It's because for some reason, she's like the only one with a brain right now. She's like the only yeah. one that's playing Game show, of Thrones. In the entire show. She, like she's acting like a character did. Like Cersei isn't even playing it anymore because we'll who get knows? to that we'll at the see. end of the episode. Well, well, we haven't had enough time with Cersei. Oh, who well, knows no, what no, she's Cersei playing? could have ended Who's the whole Cersei? war. Cersei could have Who's ended that? the whole war. Is she the villain? Ten minutes, still? Is, ten minutes the... a season. Ten, dude, that's being awfully well, generous. Well, she got a lot Four. in the first hey. episode. Nate. And so... the second. First episode. <laughs> Cersei could have ended Don't the whole. Bad. Cersei could have ended the whole war at the end of this episode. And it's not on out of it's not out of character for her, which we'll get to. No, it doesn't make sense to me why she didn't just kill everybody there. Easily. Gone. Every every person of importance for Daenerys was there. No longer thre- a threat. Jon doesn't want it. I would have loved it if they would have just pelted Tyrion with all those arrows when he was walking up because that would have been awesome. Like that would yeah, have been I love a Tyrion. truly shocking moment that, that actually makes sense because Cersei's nuts and she would do that because she hates Tyrion. So there's finally a moment where it's like, this is a shock that even though we can all see it coming, Tyrion might die here, Tyrion might die here, he gets blown away. Everybody be like, oh my god! That would have been incredible. Instead, instead we lose my Sunday, who, to be honest, I don't care. Once they said the beach, I knew she was cooked. Oh yeah, once she, they held hands too and the belt, I was like, you're cooked. Well, I feel like it's that thing where it's like, oh, we're going to trick everybody because everyone's going to think Grey Worm's going to die in the battle. Grey Worm's going to die on the ship. Gotcha. It's the girl who nobody even cares about. And then when Gregor cuts her head off, I was like, finally. <laughs> I wasn't sad. I said, finally, somebody fucking died. Now, okay, so. Let's move. Yeah, where are we at? Well, I was going to say, do you think do you think next episode, since it's like 
we don't need to deal with like skipping, right? We don't need to deal with location skipping. We don't need to deal with anything. It looks yeah, like Danny goes happened. back to Dragonstone, gets the army, and then they fight. Do you think since it's at one central location, we might get like a like a banger? No, there's still gonna be crazy leaps in logic, character arcs that don't make sense. Well, they've anymore. already ruined all the characters. How could we have a good show anymore? <laughs> John. John's toast, Danny's toast, Cersei's John's not toast. toast. John's going north of the wall. Why would John be end. brought back? There's, well, there's they, absolutely no George didn't tell him that. They made they made a good point of saying like you're brought back for a reason. Melisandre is alive for a reason being like like also how come Davos didn't grab the necklace? That's clearly Yeah, important. it's almost like Davos is a great sailor and they have him marching with an army on land when he could have easily helped him on the ocean. Why is da Davos should have stayed in the north too? He even said himself he's not a good fighter. And no one clearly in this if you have military experience or even try to input, you no one listens to you. No one listens to you. They should have Jamie in the war room with anyone. Yes, correct. They should. Brienne should mouth up. Someone. No. Sansa mouths up, and it wasn't even for like a strategy. She's just saying, "Look, I know how people feel because I'm a human being." <laughs> those war rooms. Those war rooms should have carry so much more weight. Those scenes. And it feels like, all right, hey, remember the cast. Where's the Golden Company? About? Hey, stop inter hey, stop interrupting. Listen, those scenes should carry way more weight, but instead all we do is, hey, remember all those actors that normally weren't together? Here they all are together again, and guess what? They're going to try and plan what's going to happen next, but then it'll fail, and we're going to subvert expectations into making this a bad show. But real quick, they remind, they say that um, the Golden Company has joined Cersei's cause via the Iron Fleet. They say the Iron Fleet. Say it again. The Iron Fleet, they tell Daenerys to and her then face. Did Daenerys lose anyone from the Iron Fleet already? Oh, yeah. It's because she kind of forgot about him. Not not that she did forget about him. And I quote from the writers of the show, it's kind of tragic because Daenerys kind of forgot about the Iron Fleet. That's verbatim. Quote. Was she just flying around for fun then? Yeah, she was having a great... You saw her smiling. That's when you know something's going to happen. And then, so, so then you have a moving boat that has an invisibility cloak. We're not even there yet. All and then right. we cut to uh, we J John John. He's just trying to do. Oh yeah, let's talk about this. Is this when John leaves Tormund? Uh, no, no, no. This is when John, even John, in the war rooms, like, will do whatever the queen commands. Oh it's yeah. It's like John, what are you doing now? I know you're trying to do some damage control, but that's stupid. You should know how an army feels. You're tired. I know you are. Look at your eyes, dude. Well, yeah, he's John depressed. Doesn't say, John doesn't John's say freaking depressed. Dude. He literally doesn't. He just says a line or two. Uh, he's depressed. <laughs> like, there's no <laughs> chance that he's not. He's, he should be happy now. He defeated. Arya defeated his depression, no, right? No, look it. Like, literally everything that he, you saw him have a glimmer of hope, and it was sh shattered when someone was like, all people care about is the throne. John's like... What are you talking about? Like what he's looking her in the eyes. He's like, I don't want it. And then she's like, Well, you better keep it a secret to your grave, or else I'm gonna do stuff to you. And he's like, What is your problem? Please stop talking. I'm talking about how I love you as a person, and that I don't want this to be a bad part of our relationship. She's like, I only care about power, and which I feel is like backwards to what Daenerys is. And then she's like, Don't tell your family. And he's like, Do you know who I am? <laughs> like, well, all no, I care about is family. To be honest, they haven't built up the relationship that well. Well, to be to be honest, better than uh, Euron and Cersei, but not better than Tyrion and Sansa. Even just because just because they don't show it. I mean, based on the leaps of uh, time that are being, they've spent months, and months, days months together. on oh, yeah. sea, maybe a together. year, <laughs> two years. They, there's no one else to talk to at we'll that point. At you least gotta a talk. week, at least a month, couple weeks at the a very pure least. just one on one time in the boat. Yeah. I'm saying a year. Too bad we didn't get a single scene of that. Just give me like one scene so I get the passage of time. Yeah, all where of they go. Man, we've been here for two weeks. When do we get there? Oh, two more? And then you give me a cut. They're there. Okay, I a month has passed. That makes sense. Now nah, we just go, where do we need to be, Dragonstone? Imagine that. We're there. That's how it goes now in the show. Okay. Jamie, Tyrion talking in the pub. No one else is in there. Literally no one else. Bron, Bron a walks couple up more, with a crossbow. A couple more walks in. Listen. He's inside Winterfell. He just walks in. Couple more weeks pass. Bron just stumbles into Winterfell. No one even cares. We see we see um, them stop a little girl as she's trying to walk in in uh, season seven. We see we see the guards stop them. Uh, they let a man walk in with a crossbow. They just let him walk in. Well, nobody was there. L well, this was the pub. 
So like but he you were had right, to nobody walk was in. in there. So I imagine it was just like the last episode with the battle where nobody is actually inside At of Winterfell. Winterfell. So he just walked in. He was probably really confused and he saw nobody. He saw a ghost in the corner. He's like Yeah. And then he was and like, then he huh. walked in. And then he was like, Let me go get a drink. And he was just carrying his crossbow and he just happened upon him. Yeah. That's my And that's then he walks guess. in and he I think he does something. Uh, that is insane. He punches Tyrion within 30 seconds of the conversation, <laughs> which is even for Bronn is unlike him. And let's not forget that less than a season ago, Bronn left his gold on the ground to save the other person he's threatening. And even though Tyrion said a couple seasons ago that he would double whatever Cersei offered. So Bronn should be walking in there saying, I'm winning because I know that they're going to offer it. I'm friends with these guys. It's yeah, it doesn't... that scene I almost I could almost hear laughing like laugh tracks in between each line because of how the scene played out. He just stumbles in, he punches a guy within thirty seconds. There's an SNL skit. I I just don't get what they're doing in this character because I thought what they did. So, um, Bronn is not in the books after the third one. He because he refuses to fight for Tyrion in his trial uh, by combat against the Mountain, and that's kind of the end of Bronn's arc because they give him a castle and a keep for protecting Tyrion and all this stuff, and he kind of goes away, which is totally fine. But in the show, the audience liked him so much that they wanted to bring him back, which again is fine. But then it doesn't really make sense for his character. So what they do is they try and turn him into a hero, which is fine. They what you said, he turns down the gold in you know the the big battle. He sees that he could get his gold and escape, which is probably what he wanted, but he goes against it. He becomes the hero. And then all of a sudden he just abandons that now. Well, I would have rather have him like shoot down the dragon and then die to the dragon. Like I feel like that would be like an insane end. Like you have him go away from the gold, right? He runs to the crossbow, he gets yeah. on the crossbow, he this this cutthroat that is just doing everything for money is the one to like take down a dragon. He like cripples awesome. Drogon. He like cripples. Wait, it. you're telling that's all me that's they want to do is just cripple these dragons so that they're less powerful. He li literally cripples Drogon so he can't fly anymore. What if it was? Like hey, that, hear me out. And what, he dies. What if no? What if it was like uh, the Hobbit and he shoots it off that first time? He knocks a scale off and he sees it so he knows. So then he's the one to do it for Cersei in the final season. They like, don't care. Because he's sitting yeah. up there and he's aimed because he knows. Oh, that makes sense. Hey, well, and then you well, get. Bron the Dragon Slayer. Dude. You're telling me that Bron killing a dragon's better than Euron sniping it three times in the air and yeah, killing it for I no reason? Yeah, I would say that. I'm joking. It's obvious. I would say that. All right, where are we at in this episode? Oh well, like I kind of like Bron's lines where he's like, "I'm I'm a betting man," but like he should. His character is so packed with humor that he should know that he's gonna exit winning. Because I don't, he kind of like to be honest, I don't think he knows that, and that's why I kind of get where he's like he's a little pissed off where he's like. Guys, legit, I've been playing both sides for way too long. You both kind of suck. You both know you would say that a Lannister always keeps his debts, but that got taken away. Like, because that's a that's part, a plot line in the thing where they take away his castle and everything. Do they in the show? Yeah, like he's talking to Jamie. He's like, you, because he's like, you needed me to go out there. You take the castle away. Now what? I'm like sitting here with nothing. Like that's why he's like, no one's gonna kill you. Only I get to kill you. All stuff like that, which I thought would be interesting if Bronn was the one to kill him, but. I get I get why he's pissed off. My thing is that it's just a bizarre it just feels like another thing where they're like, all right, this scene needs to happen. How does it happen? Oh, we don't care. This is how it's gonna it's well, just it's gonna happen. Enter. Enter. This isn't a plot line that needed to be in this season. Like it doesn't need to be there. Jamie and Tyrion could die via so many other scenarios. We have Jamie go riding to King's Landing to be with Cersei any, anyway. Tyrion's got his own stuff going on. Why does this why does this need to fill up my screen time instead of all these other interesting things that they could have done? You could you could even use Bronn to further Cersei's like just descent into madness as well. Where like like Tyrion has a good point. Like, no matter what, you know, Cersei's been evil, but at least she's kind of been she does it for her own reasons, right? And now she's just kind of like losing her mind. She like it's like you're gonna have two mad queens going at it. They could have played into that and had an and extra scene Tyrion. with Cer no had an extra scene with Cersei where in that first episode when they say when she offers that to Bronn, like have Bronn executed like she said that she was going to, and then you get a fan favorite character just get executed in the first episode of season eight that by Cersei. Made, yeah, that would have which been is what great. I thought was gonna happen. I was like, oh my god, Kyber like when he's like, we got something to show you. I was like. Well, because what if, you know, Cersei and Jerome Flint, or uh, Lena Headey and Jerome Flint aren't allowed to shoot yeah. scenes together? So what if they do get one scene in the show and it's her killing Yeah, him? that's what oh, I thought it was going to be. That's what I thought Let it was going to be. Let me write the show! That's Jerome what I thought it was going like to be. That. Jerome doesn't care. He's getting a freaking paycheck. <laughs> it's easy. It's a, he it's... shows up, he says three lines a season, and he gets 100K or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know? That's going to be the best gig on the planet <laughs> yeah. Earth. 
Anyways, okay. we cut. Um, oh, wait. Can we talk? I think we already passed by it. Can we talk about Arya turning down Gendry's proposal? Yeah, oh, I don't know. Skip right over that. I uh, mean, it, that that makes sense for Arya's character. Yeah, but remember when Arya said, "I'll be your family." For Gendry's character, my problem with that scene is here. Gendry went from two episodes ago not thinking about loving Arya or anything, and she just comes up and goes, "Let's bang." And him being a dude goes, "I mean, all right," which is fine. I that scene doesn't bother me. But what bothers me is now all of a sudden he's head over heels in love with her, and he goes and is like, "Oh, be my wife at my castle." Blah 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 blah, and it's just like, dude, would you where say it's it, out of character? Where did any of this come from? Like everyone else, would you say it's out of character? <laughs> yeah, I would. But it's in character far where she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, I, whatever. Um, Although she did say, "I'll be your family" a couple seasons ago. Yeah, that doesn't mean that they need to be. She needs to give up what she stands for. Yeah, she does though. They okay, did, they didn't. We show also the get scene the scene right of. <laughs> we get we get the scene of we forgot to even talk about this in depth, but you know John and Danny. Danny goes to John's room. They start making out. We just talked about it. I know, but then uh, Danny says the only she like I thought that was a great scene. I it's interesting that they don't really have any romantic chemistry, but they have some good chemistry when it comes to arguing with each other. Because I was like, yeah, I'm into this. And then even but that's her not saying what Danny is. I don't. Get I get. I get the fact that it's like her entire identity is being threatened here. Her entire right, like she was like, I'm the one. This is my destiny. All this stuff, and kind of turns out it's not true. And you just need to change what you're fighting for instead. And you're fighting for the betterment of the people. You're fighting for the better of your people. But it's still, for some reason, all she cares about is the throne. All I, she cares about, she doesn't care where it was. I still she don't. Just, un, I still don't understand. So they love each other. Dan or Dan. Uh, John says, "I I'm bow to you. I don't want to be king." But the clue they love each other. And they want to get married. If they, she's they, the queen. What would that make John if they get well, married? Well, they say that she doesn't want to share the rule. What? The hand of the... the, the it literally just doesn't make any sense. They could... They love each other so much. All they can do... I love you so much. Why wouldn't they just go, let's be king and queen together? We could rule the seven kingdoms as one... Have they even brought it up? Targaryen restoration. Nice. They've never talked about it once. Back they still together. have also never talked about the fact that they're related. I get that Danny wouldn't care, but John would care. They even and bring I it up that, in this episode. I hate that Tyrion and Varys talk about it, and they're like, well, that's not how John would feel. We don't know that. John can do it. He is a Targaryen. Targaryen's wed brother and sister for forever, so he could be okay with it. Why wouldn't he and Danny talk about it ever? I don't understand. I we'll really never get that conversation. Don't get it, dude. My we I, get that pumpkin spice latte. My, but then she says she says something like, I forget what John says, where he's like, we can like it doesn't need to be mutually exclusive. Like the family and you can coexist together. And then she's like, I gave you how. I was like, I liked that. Yeah, line. I was like, okay, wait, I gave. Wait, 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 I was like, I, I said, I guess they're committing to the Mad yeah. Queen arc. Cut, Here we cut go. Cut to John telling his sisters. <laughs> yeah, <I> cut, <laughs> and then we go scene. to John telling. Wait, hold on. What did, wait, what did you say? What's the line? She gave the reason. Like he was like, we can still like. She, he's like, why are you saying this? Because she tells him that she has. He has to keep it a secret. He can't tell his family. And he's like, well, I need to. They're my family. And then she's like, Sansa won't do this. And then he's like, he's like, why are you like this? Our families can coexist, and then she's like, "I yeah, they can." And I told you how. It and still doesn't. It still doesn't make sense to me why Sansa hates Daenerys so much. And then it also at the same time, if you look at the base of a great relationship, ultimatums are always the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I can get it at first, where it's like, the yeah, she's an out. Well, no, like even like she's just a, she just comes in here, acts like she owns the place. She's never lived in Westeros, really. She's I the get queen. But like the thing is, is that when she sacrifices all these people in the war. You think that that would be like, you know what? Maybe she's not so bad, but still Sansa hates her. And then we get the scene of uh, John telling him. Um, oh, and uh, I just want to say in this episode, we get three cutaways to the three most important scenes in the episode as well. So, and then we get uh, John. And then after that, he says, don't tell anyone. They both promise. Uh, and then Sansa tells Tyrion. We don't uh, know that Sansa tell. And that, so if the season How do we along, not know he how did Tyrion get the information then? Yeah, because Tyrion then tells Varys, yeah, she clearly tells care. him. But I don't care. What bothers me is that so John goes from Danny telling him, please don't tell anybody, you know, blah, 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 blah. Had the season been longer and John has to battle with whether or not he should tell his family, and then eventually he says, I, I, have, I have to. That makes way more sense than he literally just goes immediately from hearing that and going, Well, here we go. And he just does it instantly. And it's just like, oh, Everything just happens so fast. But I guess from Sansa's perspective, she knows that telling Tyrion 
Yeah, the from truth. her perspective, she hates Daenerys for no reason, well, and, and she doesn't want her to be well, queen. And you she heard wants from, John to be king. And you Even heard, though John said, and, Sansa, and, I don't want to be and, king, she still goes, I, I don't care. I want you to be king for no reason. But then Again. you heard Tyrion and Varys say that they know John would be – everyone knows that John would be the better king, but do they think that – they don't even think to ask John how he doing. And to be fair, to be fair, they have – it's a double-sided coin. You know, It's a, two, a two-faced coin or whatever the saying is. They say that – I'm just gonna skip around. They get that scene of Tyrion and Varys, you know, arguing about who should be, who would be a better queen. Varys is about to ditch sides again. Go. Varys is about to poison Daenerys or something. So here's something you guys don't know, or I don't think you know. Varys has an uh, one of the best like shock moments in the books that isn't in the show at all, and I wonder if they're going to make up for it by having him be the one to kill Daenerys. I don't know if he's going to kill Daenerys. I, I don't know, but the thing is, like, the way he talked in the last episode, where does his character go from here, Ark, anyway, other than just die? Master of coin. He He's going to be on, if John's king, he's going to be on the council. If not, he dies or he's on the council. He Well, Melisandre said he needs to die here, too. Maybe you get, Daenerys finds out and executes him. Yeah, I think Daenerys finds out and executes Tyrion and, uh, Tyrion and Varys. Gre- er, Grey Worm does it. And then I think John kills Grey Worm and Danny. See, I think Sansa that's all the, the setup throne. for what's going to happen in the sixth episode. Because episode five is going to be this big battle, and then we're still going to have all for some reason the hatred between Danny, John, Sansa, and, and Tyrion, Varys, and all this stuff going on. And that's where those last couple twists are going to come in to now, seal what if, off what the if show. I combine? What if I combine some of these theories? Let me hear. But also, really quick, I wanted to point out how they say that. You know, the best king are the ones that don't really want to be king. John, which is kind of yeah, no, which is kind of okay. Yeah, it's not entirely true. But Robert didn't want exactly. To be king that's either. exactly what I was gonna say. Is we yeah. had a king that didn't want to be king, and it was kind of like one of the okay. Wh- I guess I guess Westeros is fine. That's what it was. Is this is fine. Aegon the Fourth, the unworthy, uh, did not want to be king, and all he did was have sex with whores and had a bunch of bastards. And then right before he died, he said, "I legitimize them all." So then there was a giant crazy war to see who should be, who will be the next king. So actually, that doesn't make any sense. That's just something that people say for no reason. Um, but um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, combine the two theories. What if? You know how I had that th- scene in my mind where he walks yeah. in and he's like, "Where John kills Dan?" Yeah, where he's like, "What have you done?" and all this stuff. And like, I have this whole tinfoil theory that it's Cersei's whole plan to like show that Daenerys is a monster by planting all this wildfire, and then Daenerys is gonna blow up, even if she doesn't mean to, by just blowing up the wall or something. It's just gonna blow up King's Landing, and then Tyrion will know what happened, but Tyrion will still like, like he's like John will like, like look at for affirmation with Tyrion, and then Tyrion's like. He basically said, like, she's insane. Uh, and then John goes, like, that's his only option. But the the one fatal flaw that Nate has with his theory is that he thinks this is all happening next episode and we're going to have a full episode without Daenerys. Dude, think about it. It's an hour and 30 minutes long. What are they going to do? It's an hour and 30 no, or an hour 20? 20. Yeah, it's hour 20. They're still You're rounding up 10 minutes. There's two hours and 40 minutes left of Game of Thrones. And uh, I don't think they can pull it back together. No, dude. That's so weird. There's only two and a, two and a half hours left. There's about an Avengers yep. Endgame left. More than that. It's more like Avengers Infinity War left. Yeah. Yeah. So far. So then. So far, Endgame. So what? What happened after? We get uh, Rhaegal get shot down. So let's talk about this. The ships are invisible. Uh, Daenerys is what? Maybe a well, not a mile up off, in the sky. How how high is she? She's in altitude. She, no, she's high enough to see him. There's yeah. no excuse there. <laughs> the thing, but here's my thing. If this was Game of Thrones of old, I would look into this and be like, is there a, is there symbolism to Rhaegal's death? Like, is this no, Daenerys dropping John? But then I realized that it, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, is there symbolism? Because Rhaegal, Rhaegar, John's dad, doesn't like, is this Daenerys completely forgetting about John and just going forward with her plan, however it was? Nate, look at me. No, I know. Okay. That's what I'm saying is if it was old, I would think. But then I hear them say, she kind of forgot about the Iron Fleet. That's the thing. It's like, like no, she didn't. Th- I that's think the thing. Well, hold on. There's gonna be a Deus Ex Machina next episode too, where they'll be losing and Yara Asha. What's her name? Yara. Yara, Yara will show up with the Iron Fleet because remember she went back to the islands to get them or whatever. So that is gonna happen probably, or maybe we just won't. Oh see yeah, her. There, she's coming in, and there will be a giant ship battle while the dragons flying over King's Landing and there all that go. stuff. I forgot what I was gonna say, but continue. 
uh, uh, you're on shoots down Daenerys. Uh, as the boats are moving, three perfect shots. One, two, three. Is that all she has left of the Unsullied, too? Don't, yep, don't miss anything. So there's 40 Unsullied left. No, I bet, I bet they left a bunch of them on Dragonstone. Because apparently they, they washed ashore on Dragonstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, so they were there. No, yeah, that's, she was just, that wasn't her whole army. That was just her going to parlay with Cersei. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the thing, is that, like, I get it. It looks pitiful, and that Cersei should have destroyed them. But I get why it's not everyone. It's just enough to protect Danny, even though it's not, like, because, like, people are like, this is the siege of King's Landing. That's not what she was doing. She's not sieging no, King's I, Landing. She I went agree. there for a parlay. So, yeah, so she's up in the sky. She doesn't see the boats. One, two, three. It's not even like the thing well, where that's what I was gonna say. Like they shoot all those arrows at Daenerys when they're flying. You could have done that and just have a couple hit because Rhaegal was in front of Drogon. That would have made, that would have made sense if if you got eighty dudes all launch them and a couple hit, dude. Way more believable than someone just goes, <laughs> just pumps him three times and, and then that accurate. and then right as Daenerys as Daenerys screams and flies towards them. Oh. They miss all. Yes, and yes. And then also Daenerys doesn't think to go behind. If you go back and screenshot the ships, the scorpions are only on the front of the ships because you can't turn around and shoot through the mass of the point, ship. She, so she could have went around, did a U-turn, and completely ended Euron, all the, a majority of the scorpions, and the Iron Fleet. And guess what? Then you ruin that little mini boss, and you lose a dragon in the process. Don't even get that. And I also wanted to add on, because I remember what I wanted to say earlier about Dave and Dan. Nate was thinking that there's symbolism, but after the show, they completely squander it. I have to say that same thing happened to me in episode three when i watched that after the episode i was like yep and or uh night king he's for sure dead because you can tell that they're just done with it too well the fact the fact that they were like when they were talking about dragon glass and the dagger and they're like this could be the same this could be the same thing that made the night king and then it goes like (laughs) they just basically shrugged their shoulders said it's for you to decide it's like yeah because you have no idea what you're doing at this point you just want to be done why did the Night King have you a got, chink You in got his your armor? zillions of dollars. You got your deal with Lucasfilm now making Star Wars movies. You got all this money because of Game of Thrones, and you just want to end the show. Their Star Wars movies might be worse than Ryan Johnson's. <laughs> all right, so then after like, that, so imagine, then after- but like, um, like side note, because we gotta get, we gotta get the side note. They're doing, they're doing Knights of the Old Republic. Imagine if we got Prime. Game of Thrones style stuff with the Knights of the Old Republic. We're not going those, to. Those would be the best stars. They would be movies, better than not the, going they'd be better than the nine episodes. But anyway. So, anyway, so yeah, Rhaegal goes down. Mis- uh, Grey Worm says get on the skiff or whatever. Uh, so that's where Missandei goes. I guess she gets captured. No one saw the yep, they cut. Hey, over. that happened. One of the most important scenes of the show as far as plot in the, sh- in the episode. All, everybody else in survived because the they were in the water. And she was rowing on a boat. Well, hey, <laughs> and trying that's to the get thing. away from the ship. Like, <laughs> probably one of the most important scenes... One of the most important scenes and plot points of the episode, episode happens off screen. So yet again, another one that happens off screen. This is unlike Game of Thrones. You have Tyrion jumping into the ocean. You get the Nirvana Nevermind album cover with Tyrion jumping in. And then a pole comes down and whacks him on the head that probably weighs 400 times his body weight. I thought that was the end of the episode. I was like, what, Tyrion brain dead now or something? Nope, long dip to black. Then we go up, and then where do we go, Nate? Because I forget. Hard cut, King's Landing. King's Landing. This is when we get even worse. So let's go. <laughs> no, this is when the episode lost ashore. me. Like it cuts this... them washing ashore. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then, but like that's what you're saying. After someday, that, I thought she died in the ocean. That would have been better than her death. But here we go. Here we go. So this is where, it, like, at first I was like, okay, like you know, at least at least they're not doing s- like stupid things. Like at least they're, they're fan servicey things here. They're not doing absolutely like logic bound stuff, right? But they did. They shot down a dragon. I'm like, excuse me? And then they show the ships coming around. Like, you know, like it was like, I was like, you got to be joking me. And then, Peek-a-boo. and then they hard cut. We see Cersei. I'm like, oh, great. We're finally getting Cersei stuff. The the camera dollies out. Euron's there. <laughs> <laughs> Euron's there. Hey, Literally the say, next scene. Say it one more time. Euron's Euron. there. Euron, this legend. This quickscope Rust 1v1 legend. Euron's the best character in the show. He got more stuff done than characters did in the entire run. <laughs> like, I'll be honest. And then, so anyways, so then Cersei tells Euron that she's pregnant. Should be shown by this. Maybe she, she was lying. Maybe she's she actually is lying. pregnant. I said, well, maybe she's actually pregnant she, now. Hey, 
Trace it back. Doesn't matter maybe maybe Euron did get her pregnant yeah, and she wasn't pregnant. It doesn't matter. Before. They're both dead next episode. Trace back. Trace back to season seven. No, now I, she'll be nine months pregnant and pop out the baby next episode. Trace back. Trace back to season seven. Go back to our YouTube video podcast episodes. I said she was lying. Yeah, we and both I did. believe it. And I have to say this though. So this is where the episode completely lost me. And I was like, this isn't Game of Thrones. It's not out of Cersei's character right here. She has 40 ballistas or scorpions, whatever they're called. What, 50 to 100 archers that have these weapons of mass yet, destruction? Though. I don't care. Um, and Cersei could easily end the war right now. Cersei or uh, Daenerys, for some reason, has every single person of importance, including her dragon, the only one that's still alive, her council. Everyone Why is would there. Why she have taken her dragon with? To just be that she didn't ride it in. She just you, kept it on I, the outskirts. Really quick. I want, you, I want you to realize something, too. Like how asinine the writing has gotten. Oh, I, dude, I trust me. I know. Do you? I want you to piece it in your mind. Do you know why John didn't want, ride Rhaegal? He said it He didn't. It weighed too much. It's, it's literally because they wanted to kill Rhaegal, but they didn't want to kill John. Yeah, that's the only reason why he hasn't. And they try to put in some line of dialogue. No, that is the only reason. It literally doesn't make any sense why he wouldn't just ride the dragon with Daenerys at this point. He's he. Everyone wants him to be king. He's a Targaryen who can ride a dragon. And he said, "Now I'll ride my horse." I'm, for months. So yeah, we get we get them saying like goodbye. Complaining. He gets this whole speech with Tormund. That was great. You know, that was great. Give me another one with Sam. Doesn't. We just get that acknowledge cool ghost. We get that cool thing, you know, oh, you know, it's a little heartwarming. Like, if it's a boy, we'll name him John and all that stuff. And it's like, yeah, okay. And then he looks over at Sam. He's like, all right, man, I'll see you. Even even the way Sam well, kind of no, says, he says, you're, he the says you're the bestest friend I've ever had. Right? Too, and then, yeah, he just says, you too, Sam. And he leaves. Wait, Sam? Sam. I really believe that's the last time we see Sam. I've freaking Yep. Hope so. And then Ghost. Hold on. Let's talk about Ghost. This has been the internet rave. <laughs> so Ghost saves John's life. They, they, multiple you, times. Yep. Multiple times. Ghost has been there since episode one. You can see that he went through hell last episode. This is the first time you see Ghost. Missing ear. Everything along those lines. And John doesn't even touch his fur. Doesn't even come within five feet of him and says, hey, just take him beyond the wall. I don't really. I have new toys. I don't want to play with you anymore. Toy Story reminisce. And it's very sad because the John of seasons one through even seven, I think, at least pets Why the Why wouldn't he have at least the, the let wolf. Ghost stay there and protect Sansa since, it, since the direwolves are dark? Yeah. Now, here's the thing is that you can tell that they're just using archival footage of the stuff with the wolf shot on the green screen because he hasn't grown at all. They haven't decided to do anything no, there. And they just CG the injuries. Do you guys injuries. remember how big Nymeria is? Did you remember how big Ghost was when he's laying at the foot Dude, of John's freaking deathbed? I bed? swear to God, John's going to ride Ghost. In the into books. battle in, in the fucking book. Man, well, I here's swear. the thing. Here's but the thing. I'm sad because imagine? there's no visual of it. And I get, I you get picture it in your head. I get. I don't have imagination. I know you don't. I get with like illumination. That, like maybe the dog was hard to work with on set and everything, or maybe the dog is dead or yeah. stuff like that. Like you know. But there's no excuse I for disagree. a show. There's no excuse for a show with a CGI dragon that you can't give me one scene with a CGI wolf. I don't care if it looks bad. Give me a CGI wolf where John pets it and, and says, says something. Goodbye. At least a line to it. Goodbye, boy. He's <laughs> That's out. it. That's fine. That's it. He legit does. He legit does Take the face him. when I walk in and I make eye contact with someone in the grocery store. I go like, "That's what he does. <laughs> That's what he did to Ghost." Yeah. And he just leaves. Yeah. That and you get a cool tough. shot. You get a cool shot. But then I realize the symbolism behind the shot. You get Tormund, Ghost, Sam, Gilly. Right? John's leaving him. He's leaving literally the north. just leaving the North behind. You know? Guess what? But he then you realize that you're like. That's why I don't think Sam's. Oh, these back characters the don't matter. Why didn't they die in the battle? Oh, but then you also realize that they could have done that same thing with the power shot of him riding on his horse on a trail. Just get the same power. He's yeah. leaving the north. No yeah. matter what, he's leaving the north. And then we get fast then forward. Let's just get Jamie leaving Brienne. I think he did that just I so think, she would not follow him. I do not. I do not agree with. I really hope they t like. I really hope they don't squander his arc. I did enjoy, um, like what he was saying though because if like he if he ends up just being like you know a tragic character you know i did like i like even though they got some stuff wrong i liked how he was like look at all this stuff look he what doesn't I did. take it back yeah, to what cersei I yeah i did like that but, was brilliant but the fact that they true. did this whole thing with brienne this episode and there was no time to lament on it at all it literally i was but like what are you is, guys doing one, hold on it's one, not even that he so he leaves his whole character arc is getting over Cersei, right? And he does. He finally realizes how terrible a person she is, and he rides north. 
for three episodes. He goes north. He you think maybe has something to do with the Battle of Don Wild, so he'd be there. He didn't. He didn't do anything. He didn't need to be there at all. He could have died. And then afterwards, he has sex with Brienne. That's why they wrote him to go north. They wanted Jamie and Brienne to have sex. That's why Jamie went north. That is the only reason that they wrote him to go there because now he's going back to Cersei anyway. He could have just no, stayed no, no. with Cersei, watched her go insane, and then been the one to kill her. Now Couple he just go, goes north for no reason, has sex with Brienne, goes south to be with Cersei. He's going to see she's insane, and he's going to kill no, her. No, couple things that I want to say. I think that they tackled that scene pretty well because for like – he was in a toxic relationship. He truly, all the stuff that he has done wrong in his life, he truly believes that he does not deserve anything good. He's at that state of mind. And I also want to say that I truly believe that there is no intention in his head right now to go back to Cersei and be with Cersei in a relationship. I think he, the way he broke it off with Brienne is so that she would not follow him to Westeros if he knew he was going to kill Cersei. It's a diversion. His major plan is to either go kill Euron or Cersei. If you think that his mindset was I any think, different, I, I think th that you could be right because this show is No, I think written. he's going to kill Euron. I think he is literally going back to be with Cersei and to die with Cersei. That is his arc. Is he's going to go back then they ruin the and he's going to die layout. in fire. And it's just going to be them holding each other and they're going to freaking yep, die. Then they, ruin, then they ruin the easiest layup in maybe television history for a good story arc. If I want a good, if you want a mouth, does it shine out my neck? If you want a good, if you want a good redemption, right. guys, if you want a good redemption arc, watch The Last Airbender. You get the best one in history. Now that Jamie's is probably going to be squandered, you get one of the best in history if you watch Avatar. I don't know, dude. Vegeta and Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we get the final scene of Misanda getting her head chopped off, and that's awesome. it. I'm okay, so, so glad she could, the mountains getting some screen time this season. So too. she, <laughs> so she could suicide jump with Cersei, right? Oh yeah, there's about a ten. She foot, could do the Harry Potter Voldemort thing. Yeah, there, there's like a ten foot diameter or radius of people around her, so she has enough time that when Cersei comes and touches her, her yeah. chains are loose enough that she could easily. Grab Cersei and at least do some damage, right? At least do some damage. Masande is dying. She knows she's going to die. Why did she say Dracarys? Burn Same them all. Burn them all. And Daenerys is going to because this show is just so freaking blind now. And I have to say this. Cersei, if she would have just ended everyone right there, guess what? Third, You may as well. Third dragon gone. Just It's not out of Cersei's character, so why would they even make it that easy for her character to have access to killing all those important people when she would actually do it a couple seasons ago? She blew up the Sept of Baelar because she didn't want to go on trial. Yeah, I don't know. She, then now you're telling me she's going to engage in a war and she had a chance to literally kill them clean. Clean. We have a beautiful day. No shadows or anything. You have clear shots of everything that well, you need to kill. Well, clearly there's still some honor in Cersei, so maybe Jamie will go talk some sense into her and the whole war will end. And, and everybody will be friends. Cersei will step down from the throne. I'm done. And it, willfully John give Mary it up to, Dan to Danny. John marry Sansa. I'm done. Wait, no, no. So maybe Game of Thrones I'm was real. Maybe Game of Thrones was really just like about the friends we made along the way. Because if you guys think about it, all the characters in the show made some good friends along the way, and we did too. So maybe that's the theme of the I story. I lost I'm, friends. I'm, I'm done. Show. I'm done talking. <laughs> it, but, like I have nothing else to add. We'll see you next episode. My my least favorite part about this final season is seeing how sad Nate has gotten watching it. To be honest, because I was on the train where even. When I watch the episode Beyond the Wall, it's so ridiculous to me, everything that happens, that I – I mean, I've just checked out of the logic of the show a long time ago, so I wasn't really expecting Good for you, much. man. Good for you. Like, I'm, like, I'm not even being I was still Good super excited for the season because I did think they would not squander it so and hard. And they had two years to do it. But they it, it feels like they had two years to do it, and they did what I do and wait till uh, the second year's <laughs> almost up. <laughs> That's what it felt like. That's, That's what, it feels, what like. it feels like. Yeah. Uh, Dave and Dan, uh, save us or you may as well kill us. Thank you. It's like it's like they went to shoot and they arrived on day one, and then they said, "Well, and Kit Haring, we don't we can't write the script." And then they just went into a trailer and just busted out the episode as fast as they Kit could. Kit Harrington and Amelia Clark warned us in interviews. A, good, a woman was interviewing Kit Harrington. I don't know what for. He, she said, he's obviously kidding, I think. But she said, if you had one word to describe this season, how would you describe it? And he says, disappointing. Disappointing. And then they asked Amelia Clark, they're like, how would you describe this episode? It was on the red carpet or whatever. And she says, 
best episode ever. And she does one of those faces when you can tell it's sarcasm. No, well, but she I was think like, she was they like, murdered her character. She was like, though. so like, they're, like the interviewer was really excited. And she's like, so yeah, like how are you feeling about this final season? Like, are you like super excited? Like, what do you have to say? And she said, best season ever. And then you have Nicola Coster Wilde. And like, oh, it's, it's going to be good. And then her and Grey Worm are like literally laughing. Yep, and see, what, I have then, no, I put no stock into what actors say about their stuff because they would never come out before a project. No, is that's to be what released I'm, that's what I'm say, saying. Is that honestly, guys, I don't think the writing in this season is very good. Do you think you we'll know, get well, like, then episode, you, like stuff after, like interviews with the cast after about the final season? I hope not, because I don't want to see them all lie to my face. No, I mean like, like five truthful. years later. Oh, I hope so. Because there's no way that they, who have been a part of this for so long and have pr- a lot of them have probably read the books and, and just being a part of the whole show for so many years, like to see that, oh, hey, there's six episodes a season and uh, all of us only have a, a seven lines total. Well, and, and then they look at David and Dan and then they go, Nicola, <laughs> Co- Nicola Coster Wildu liked on Twitter some tweets about uh, someone tweeted. That David and Dan better not ruin this character arc because uh, and he liked he it. Liked he liked it. it. <laughs> so we'll see. Well, and Jamie even seemed a little disappointed when he was on Jimmy Kimmel or not Jamie Nicola Costa Wilde. He was like saying, "Oh well, it's really interesting to see how they're gonna do it." And he's like, "I can't believe it. I think they did it." Like I think he used the word "think." He said, "I think they did it." Maybe he's just basing that off like where it ends. But you could tell he maybe wasn't as hot on it. I don't know. Maybe Let's, I'm just digging yeah. too deep. Who I guess cares? we'll see. We got two episodes left. We'll see what happens. Just that, give me give me another Ramin banger. Give me a nice Miguel some cinematic beauty. Because you look you look at some of the shots from Long, Long Night, Night and it's great. gorgeous. That's all I care about now. Give me some give me some wallpapers. That's all what, I got to say. Just give me give me some give me some spectacle. Who cares about the content anymore? They already booted. Yeah, they don't it's care. Ju- it's just frustrating that we went from I cannot wait to see what's going to happen to I guess we're and a lot of people did. To see. A lot of people did. Even some adults. I actually talked to a guy today that I <clears throat> had golfed with on Saturday morning, and then uh, we had talked about the Long Night episode, and he was a little bit disappointed too. And this is someone who doesn't read the books, just watches the show, doesn't know any of the characters' names. When he says. When I say Danny, he says, oh, do you mean the little girl? When I say Tyrion, he goes, the midget. So <clears throat> he even he uh, he asked me tonight, he goes, what would you think? And I said, I was disappointed. He goes, yeah, pretty boring. And I was like, you're right, man. Show sucks. <laughs> I guess we'll see how it wraps up. That's I all. can't say the show sucks because of how good everything else has been in the show. Just this season is one it, of the biggest letdowns <laughs> I've ever experienced. It makes so me not want to buy it on Blu-ray and complete the the whole thing that I you know have. what yeah I saw in Best Buy they have seasons one through seven on Blu-ray I may just buy that instead <laughs> find it on eBay <laughs> that, after. that's why they sold it <laughs> that's fine though they knew but yeah so all that's right. all I have to add we'll be back next week talking about the penultimate episode of Game of Thrones ever Nate cheer no, up dude. I'm go- dude the finale is still gonna be way better than do you know what penultimate episode? means <laughs> this is the penultimate episode shut up Pen. <laughs> and usually the episode before the finale is the banger so. I don't care about you or yours All right, guys. Till next week. Thanks for listening. No one's listening.